It's time for the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. So, do you guys like any podcasts? A podcast about nothing and everything in between. Now say shh and muck together real fast. Smuck closer. With your hosts, Chris. It's like throwing a softball down a well. Yeah. <laughs> Jahida. Jahida ugly and she can lick my ass. <laughs> and Dieter. I just kind of want to get laid and have a good time. This is the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. It's a bit naughty. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. Oh, welcome back to the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. There it is. 134 episode, that is. 134. This is our election part two. Part two. <laughs> Since we now minus, have a president-elect. me. Oh, right. What? I thought you were going to say since we did part one last week and I was going to say minus me and I stepped all over your dialogue and you should do it again. Yeah, no, you weren't here. We made fun of you for why you weren't here. Did Sean Rossler reach out to you and make fun of you for why you weren't here? No. We told everybody you got bit by a dog. I didn't get bit by a dog. I got (laughs) dragged to the ground by a dog. Oh, that's right. How are your old knees? Uh, I mean, they're, they're getting there. Still old. Yeah. yeah. Put, just put some pillows down. That way they won't hurt. That's a good idea. Yeah, I've been <laughs> sucking way too much dick. Yeah. What you need is support, not comfort. True. <laughs> so way back, way back in the day, like when I first started working at Earhart's, and I don't, I don't remember what the waitress's name was, and I Did don't even her? think, no, I don't think I hadn't banged anyone yet at that <laughs> but point. But you wanted to. Uh, maybe, yeah. She was one of the... Uh, well, if it used was... to hire hot chicks. Yeah. Um, if it was the mom of another hot no, chick, then yes, we both did. It. Uh, I don't think <laughs> the this mom. wanted to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you would understand. Uh, actually, you probably yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've seen your catalog of chicks, and I'm, I'm not impressed. Damn. Let me meet them in real Until life. I, now. I, 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 I hope they have a good personalities because I'm just like, really? You lost sleep over that one, huh? Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. This chick, she dated a, one of the other waiters, which, yeah, I don't think any of these people worked here by the time you started. This was like when I used to work there with Dylan. Oh, uh, okay. Um, like in high school. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, first first year or two I worked there. Anyway, this chick, she, she always made a, a joke with the bussers if you had... If you had like any like dirt on your knees, then she always named you the head busser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Nice. That's a nice. Mm. Oh, we saw the, the movie. Uh, the blowjob act. Got it. Head, mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. Yeah, we watched Borat. I, well, I, I told you that. But yes, for yeah. people out there listening, yeah. because I brought uh, Sean and I quickly brie- or briefly talked about it at the end of last week's episode. Um, and I said we had not yet seen it yet and I was waiting for you and you had off one day over the weekend and I was hoping we were going to watch it. We didn't know the whole thing would be potentially thrown off completely by that was the day we finally got a president elected and the uh, victory yeah. speech. So we waited till that was over and said, Oof. you know what? I think we can get it in. And we That's did. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Um, it, I think it was better than the first one. I do yeah, too. I, 
I, I do too. And it's weird because like with the first one, if you weren't familiar with him as an actor, like you like you really think Borat is Borat. Like that's that's who he is or whatever, that he's not like a character. Um Borat is real, damn it. But no Do people thought it was like a my wife. Yes. <laughs> um, I win. Just the whole like you didn't know what to expect, like prank wise, or like what he was gonna say or how he would react to things or whatever. And that's what made it so funny. So like when you watch the second one, you know it's an actor, you know Borat's a character, you know he's gonna you know you know what angle he's coming from, basically. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no. It was still ridiculously hilarious. I would argue there are still going to be people who don't know who he is, just like there were after. I mean, his show was wildly popular. So, I mean, most people, I mean, if, I don't know. I, I can't imagine somebody not knowing who it is looking at that movie, the first one, and going, oh, that's something I'd like to check out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah I mean, I, I never saw the first one, but I what? remember seeing the like on the guide on TV or whatever like the 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 Ali G show uh-huh. yeah and i think i even like cuz it was it on comedy central for a little uh, while it was hbo comedy central might have aired reruns at one point okay yeah and i i at that point i didn't know who he was cuz that was before borat and uh i just like i saw him in in the outfit and i was like oh i have no interest in this because he looked like a fucking douchebag yeah oh I, I didn't understand what it was about yeah oh he's hilarious <laughs> yeah hilarious. yeah mark used to watch him all the time and i was always like eh. and especially like the ali g character himself and i don't know if I, I i remember seeing borat but it was only like every once in a while but like i said I know we talked about this a, a while ago like when that movie came when that movie at, I don't. I think I went and saw it in the theater, or maybe I didn't. But I'd gotten a bootleg copy of it, perhaps from my brother. That I then, I did not sell, so this was not illegal. <laughs> and I think we're past the statute limitations. <laughs> I made copies for like most of the people in my office, <laughs> nice. and I probably watched the movie at least fifteen times before it actually made its way to home video release. Wow. On DVD. Yeah, I've never. I've never seen the the first one. I've only seen I've seen like the clip where he fights naked with the, oh, the yeah, big guy his, that's his producer. Or yeah, whatever. that's the guy he asks for. That's the guy whose cha- the chair is made out of. Yeah, in the second yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because that's his little fucking penis that was in the first <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> that is definitely hilarious. But I yeah. uh, but uh, Dieter and I were talking about this over instant messenger the other day. Um, or iMessage. It's not the 90s anymore. Um, <laughs> this one... Do you download anything good from Napster lately? <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to seem very irrelevant in a number of years. What do you mean? Because it's, every, it's everything to do with the 2020 election. I mean, I guess maybe not because the election has been so historic. And it's going to be written about for years and decades to come but the whole movie like everything was a lot of the references it's all like immediate just tied right to trump and you'd hope a lot of that stuff people do forget that i think it's just going to be a more irrelevant movie than the first one will be as it ages yeah it doesn't have staying power unless trump like even when he's out of office just continues to be like a 
a raving lunatic. Well, I mean, I, Dude, I Trump's going to be dead in five years tops. No, I give him less than 70 days. Well, that's why I said tops. <laughs> no, my tops beats your tops. I was You're, just saying before before we started this, I was out back with uh, the rents and uh, I was saying, you know, he might get the uh, the Jeffrey Epstein treatment. Didn't you know. I say that? Yeah, but he wasn't there last week. No, but I'm saying, yeah. but I said that. Oh. Like, yeah, because uh, and I I I said that oh, because and in the Ethan group text. Anyway, yeah, Ethan Ethan was saying like he heard something that you know he knows a lot of shit now because he was the president and he has no filter mm-hmm. and he's just going to oh, start talking. Are, yeah. Like he when was, he's out of office, so he they're was gonna already have to do doing something that. About yeah, he's already doing it he was, while in right. office. He was already do, right. like his first year. He was like conducting presidential business at Mar-a-Lago in front of like guests and whatnot. Like, well, who, he just fired uh, the Secretary of Homeland Security via t- a, a tweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, and the only reason Billy Barr went went the route he did today is because he was on Trump's hit list. I'm sure the guy, Everyone that guy who just got line. fired yesterday, uh, said when he was on his way out, he's like the, the head of the FBI, the head of the CIA, CIA, I keep wanting to say CSI, CIA and Bill Barr. You're next. And then like 12 hours later, Bill Barr's like, we're going to throw anything we have behind these allegations, which by the way, the, um, whole post back postmarking ballots in Erie County. That was this giant, you know, red flag and this giant thing that was going to swing the election for Trump. The guy retracted his statement when he started getting questioned by the actual. It just happened, like literally probably a couple hours ago when he started speaking to the postmaster inspector general. He recounted his entire statement. Recanted. (laughs) Recanted. (laughs) After raising over $100,000 on a GoFundMe page. Oh, my God. From what? Private citizens who can't. Handle losing? Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Hashtag snowflakes. Who's the snowflake now? And by yeah, the way, exactly. anyone who is donating to Trump's legal campaign fund. Because they know that you, motherfucker don't have no money. Well, you're not donating to that. You're just paying off his campaign debts. Yeah. Read the fine print. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, with that, we have a new president-elect. Yeah. Woohoo. Joe with, Biden with one arm tied behind his back. They're gonna well, make yeah, this happen. exactly. Um, last week's episode was was interesting. It's going to be an interesting one to listen to. Ten years from now, hmm. it's going to be interesting to listen to it now because I can't remember what I said. <laughs> well, we but the interesting <laughs> was like the TV that we have Dieter in a box in right now. Mm. We had we had the election. We had we had CNN on up there. We were watching on the TV up here. We had our cameras uh, on. Yeah. We watched as the votes just the margin just trickled down in Pennsylvania. And it was the next morning that we flipped. Uh, I think one state did flip, I think, while we were doing the podcast. Was it Georgia? It might have been Georgia that night. Uh, It was just just interesting to kind of go along. And I I felt like, what can we... We have to somehow explain that because... So that's why I decided to do like part one, the election, and I called it count <laughs> or counting. <laughs> I mean, counting is hard, apparently. Um, Color math. And then this one is just simply victory. Oh, and a sore loser wannabe dictator. 
Uh, there's no other way to say it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So if you haven't been living under a rock, um, because the entire world is celebrating this, except for all of like three uh, murderous countries, mm. uh-huh. uh, Trump is refusing to concede. He now has McConnell and Lindsey Graham, who both graciously accepted the results of their elections called by the media. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, in lockstep with him. And now good old Billy Barr is going to throw the Department of Justice at these frivolous lawsuits that I believe he's 0 for 5 in. Hmm. Um, yeah. And the other big news that broke today was their star witness or whatever he was supposed to be at the uh, luscious um, Four Seasons landscaping business where they held a press conference between a crematorium and a dildo shop. Uh, Mm -hmm. That guy's a sex offender, a registered sex offender who's run for office multiple times in New Jersey and never wins and apparently also worked for Hillary Clinton in 2016. (laughs) Oh my God. So. Good times. Rudy was caught tucking his shirt in at the dildo shop later on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the I, best I was saw, I saw him tuck that shirt in in that movie, and that that's a bunch of oh shit. god, it was so mm-hmm. that was so creepy. Like, I mean, wait a second, hold on, we gotta give it to you. First proper. of all, like, wait, wait, oh, wait, we gotta, wait, 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 we gotta give it to you proper. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Why would he even go into the bedroom with her? That's what I was gonna say. Just take your goddamn mic off where you are. Yeah, you're on camera, and you're yeah, bringing and the way he had his in. hand like yeah. on her, mm-hmm. like yeah. And I mean, now look. I mean, purposely she was leading him on the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's you know. But he's not a rookie. That's like no, a rookie mistake. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I would have tried to fuck her for damn sure. Me too. She's cute. Mm-hmm. After she got cleaned up. <laughs> yeah. That you know that was really amazing to me because she's a really attractive woman, mm-hmm. and they made her look. Nasty. (laughs) Feral is a good word, yeah. Well, especially after she ate the monkey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And dude, the the, uh, continued spoiler alerts, the the debutante ball. Oh Oh my my God. God. It was so funny because just like a couple nights before that, I watched the cotillion episode of the OC, which was the debutante ball. And like the whole thing ended in a giant brawl between Jimmy Cooper and... Holly's dad um, but yeah that one was hilarious <laughs> I know Why? never heard it's, of it next yeah oh you've heard of the OC I know I, I got a poster you want to hang you want to take home to hang on your wall in the studio there no I actually have a couple good Star Trek posters I found in the basement that I'm going to hang up just getting nice and cozy in there Star Trek? but see where see like I have that accordion door behind me, but I can't like hang anything on it because the way I have my room set up now, like there's no wall behind me. Dude, why don't you, can you build up like a little like studio in your new big room you guys have, like a little corner where you can. No, no, no. Next. Can you, can you podcast from the bar there? Like if you have like Mm -hmm. the cool, yeah, do that, man. The stage in the background. My parents are out there watching TV. Oh, well, they could be on the podcast. <laughs> they They're not do, going to approve of the do, content. They do live there. Yeah, they don't want to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Par- tried. Parents don't want to be on the podcast. I, I, just, I agree. No. I understand. Mm-hmm. Although we're parents. Oh my god. And we are the podcast. Mm-hmm. So what? What other fucktardery? Is that even a word? It is now. It is now. Uh, has, oh. has has gone on 
so what else we got here? The uh, the GOP blocking of all norms that would transition to the new president, their block, which is like funding and everything, as you said, one arm behind his back. Yeah. The Secretary of State came out to say, said there will be a peaceful transition to the second Trump admi- term administration. <laughs> Uh, and then the best, which uh, let me let me interrupt you. How can there be a transition when it would be the same administration? Well, you know like that. No, it actually, would, it, Trump would probably bring well, in a whole bunch of new people. I was going to say, uh, but somebody, yeah, uh, but somebody that, resigned like, to yesterday. Another, yeah, more people. Yeah, the a guy in Billy's department because he refuses to go after this. Yes, yes, literal yes, yes, witch yes. hunt. <sighs> he cried witch hunt for years. Yeah. And now he's literally doing one. Everybody's treating him unfairly. Um, and then we talked about this briefly last week because it was after the event, but we didn't know the extent of this. So to election night, 2.30 in the morning, Trump comes out and says he's won and by a large margin and nobody could ever catch him unless the legal votes come in, blah, blah, blah. A lot of people noticed that, of course, not a lot of people wearing masks, et cetera, et cetera. So in the coming days, one by one, guests, which are all people in his administration and other GOP high officials contracting COVID. It was his campaign manager mm-hmm. today, Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Uh, a couple, it was like five or six people within, and then the campaign manager tried to hide it for a couple of days because mm-hmm. it was right around the election. And then of course, so he just kept going on with his life, not wearing a mask, fucking Sp- more spreading people. Spreading it to other people. They had a buffet at this uh, this event, uh, it was a COVID buffet <laughs> consisting of chicken wings and sliders. <laughs> this is his victory. Which I'm a, <laughs> Vic, this yeah. is his victory. I'm a big fan of both of those, but like at the White House, at a cel- yeah. presidential victory party and a buffet. Yeah, spring for some goddamn caviar, dude. Jesus Christ. Or it's at not least, even on his dime. Or like, at least people right. to serve it. So everyone just doesn't go up and breathe on all the food that you then consume mm-hmm. right after it. And like yep. chicken wings, you get your hands all over, right? And there's wing sauce all over their face. You can see Bill yeah, I mean, Barr over there, his tie's undone. He's got wing sauce all over the front of him, just like blue cheese running down his chin. Just fucking COVID running out of his mouth. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Dude's a slob. <laughs> Was Steve Bannon there? Because he's even more of a slob. And that yeah. guy's sloppy too. <laughs> They're both slobs. Okay. Yeah. I'm not arguing with you. But you don't seem to be adamantly agreeing with me, which is weird. Is you're getting like really animated and it's really late in the day and I'm just I'm not on I'm not riding that wave, that's all. Yeah, that's my only thing too cuz like you're like getting I, like Rush Limbaugh and I don't like that. Yeah, like all day long I listen to people who are like fired up no matter which side you fall on. People are just fired up about it, and I'm just kind of like by this time in the day, I'm like, okay, yeah. So we got to do so the podcast earlier in the day if I'm going to get yes. like this. <laughs> I apologize to the millions and millions of listeners out there, but I, you know, I'm both a little burnt out. We have millions and millions, both millions and millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got to keep the energy up somehow. I mean, My we favorite. can't. I just, I, I can't. I'm the I. Like, you've got a heart on for, like, <laughs> talking about these guys. And you've had, like, the news on nonstop not, for, not like, lately. the last couple of days. Not lately. Okay, since what, yesterday? Two days ago? Two days ago, yes. 
Since since uh, what it's a forty six since forty six minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I like you've just been like just inhaling yeah. all this mm. information and whatnot, and you have nowhere to put it. And it and comes here out on it the comes. Yeah, here it comes. All right. I will so, say and, so. Like, I have and, and, and I just the the point I guess I'm trying to make is that. I can't get that animated over this because number one, it doesn't change anything. Number two, I still have to go to work and deal with all the oh, ruckus. Yeah. COVID. And I can't be shown up to work guns blazing like you. Like I can't well, do that. Yeah. So I, I just, I can't, I, I just don't have it in me. No, I, I get that. So. Yeah. But speaking of the news, because I have like, after Tuesday night, I was like, I, I can't even watch the news, you know, like I would watch a snippet, you know, in the morning when I'm eating breakfast, the news is on and then I'm out, you know, that's all of like six minutes that it takes me to eat a bowl of cereal or whatever. <laughs> um, but like, and that's I'm usually quick. practicing sacks like from up until seven o'clock. So I missed the news. But one thing I'm sad I missed was that last night, I guess uh, on ABC, they did a really nice tribute to Alex Trebek. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Um, yeah. I, 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 was, I was working last night. I, I don't usually get upset when, like, famous people or celebrities die, but, like, that... I feel like I grew up with him. Yeah. Like, yeah, me I mean, too. I kind of did, but, I mean, I, I'm not, like, a super fan by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, he was definitely a staple. He was a Canadian hero. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, whether you watched it or not, you knew who he was, you knew the mustache, and then when he got rid of it, And then it, we it got rid Yes. Deal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did he ever put it back on? I don't know. Did he uh, ever grow it again? I don't think he grew it back, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't remember. Man. Yeah. I but, that. like, when I moved back here, coming on two years ago... Like I that before I started working again, that whole summer of 2019, man, I was a Jeopardy fanatic. Dude. <laughs> I, I like I'd, I'd be in the middle of something. I'd be in mid conversation with my mom and be like, it's 730. Jeopardy's on. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. said that uh, I, I got to feel that SNL has got to be a repeat this week because uh, they've been on for a couple weeks in a row now. They usually do like three on one off but they bring will ferrell back just to do one last celebrity jeopardy with daryl hammond as sean connery oh, sean connery passed away yeah. too i know yeah that's right and and alex they Trebek. can do they can do like jeopardy in heaven or something mm -hmm. your mother's a whore <laughs> i'll take anal bum covers for 200 that's the album rapist, covers yeah. yeah i can read damn it <laughs> The rapist, yeah. <laughs> I have a CD burn that's like just because I had so many of those downloaded. I think I still have a handful of the clips, but I had a CD that I basically burned all the audio to so you could listen to it. I think I used to play them on the radio at ESU in our shows. So good. Love it. And you know, I love Black Jeopardy with Keenan Thompson, but it's not nearly as good as Celebrity oh, no. Jeopardy from that era. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even even celebrity the ones the first ones when it before Daryl Hammond kind of took the stage as always doing Sean Connery, you always had Norm Macdonald doing uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah. And then there was like the one that had both of them in it with somebody in the middle, and yeah. that was kind of like the handoff. But the Burt Reynolds was always great too. So I think all of them were yeah. 
I mean, yeah. and Will Ferrell's done it like the couple times he's come back and hosted too. I, I don't know, but yeah, it would definitely be entertaining. Good to watch. Yeah, Daryl Hammond has like a super dark past. Oh yeah, I've started reading his book a couple years ago, and then somewhere along the line, I I stopped for some reason. Um, like I think if I ever met him, I'd just want to hug him. Like I just you know, and I bet you he'd be like. Get her away from me. She's fucking crazy. But like, <laughs> I've seen his documentary and. Not when he feels those uh, fun bags press up against him. Nah. He's no probably like, I felt better. Puppets. I felt better. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just want to give him a hug. Put his broken self back together. Just squeeze him real hard. That sounds nice. Nah, I have my moments. I, I could use one of those hugs. Nah. Bill you better call your mom. I don't mean from you right now. Like I'm not trying to, not trying to be Uncle Daddy. You know, Bill Clinton loved his impression of him. Yes, like that. That was in his book about it. Uh, you know, actually, how he he got picked to was it to a correspondence dinner, and they asked him to do the Clinton impression or something. It probably, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a. It's yeah, dark story, but I mean, incredible story, and a, I mean, the guy's still. I mean. For years, when Don Pardo was alive, if Don Pardo missed an episode, Daryl Hammond did the intro, and you never knew. Daryl Hammond yeah. does the intro now, and now he does it more like himself, but he would fill oh, in for Don Pardo that. if Pardo was out, and you never knew the difference. Like, that, like, wow. is his thing, is, like, the impressions. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, but yeah. I, fucking impressionist, man. You know what? I was never really a big fan of him and he did so much crap with like Fox sports and it was always hacky, but the guy was a fucking genius with impersonations. Frank, uh, I don't remember what his last name is. It starts with an M Frank Mur, Munez. No, that's Frankie Munez. That's Malcolm in the middle (laughs) or Munez. I know I'm just fucking around. Uh, No, I I thought it was Caliendo. Oh, it is. You're right. Well, who am I thinking? You're right. Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Like, that guy's a great impersonation. Jay Moore does great impersonations. Uh, Dude, did you see any of uh, Michael Rappaport's posts? Yeah. I saw a few of them. Oh, my God. They're so good. (laughs) I don't think we follow him on Twitter. I think I need to. I think I saw a couple of reposts. People retweeted him. I still can't figure out Twitter. I can't. No, I I deleted my Twitter. Well, several times, but... It's been a long time now. I do like it when like we were watching like the debates because it's more real time than anything else. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it's, you know. I just, for me, it's just complicated to like, not, I don't know if it's complicated to participate in because I haven't really done that either. But like the whole like retweeting and like the conversations that happen, like I don't get it. No, trying to follow the, yeah, yeah, because I sent you that thing the other day about uh something about melania trump that i forgot what it was and, it, and then it said she's going to be dating pete davidson or something yeah and i'm just like, like i think i read it backwards yeah like, because of the yeah hold on yeah the, the reason i well i mean one of the reasons i i got off twitter a long time ago was because like well first of all when hashtags really really became a thing everybody started hashtagging everything like hashtag i had lunch with my yeah cousin today that i haven't seen in for. 10 years yeah and and that takes up like 90% of their fucking tweet and I'm like this, this is all and then you click on nothing. it and find that there's been 45 people that have used the same hashtag uh, if you're lucky yeah. I mean uh, 
half of them, because sometimes I would click on them like, who else uses this? And yeah. it, like the only post was the original post yeah, with that hashtag. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, almost famous. I don't. I don't yeah. know who Mike Kelton is, but he has a verified account on Twitter. And tweets, sounds familiar. Tweets Ooh. Melania files for divorce in two months, and then uh, this chick Sarah Tomachi, who is not verified on Twitter, then tweets and starts then dating fucker. Pete Davidson. <laughs> And this well, was all we re- found this was, out. This entire thing was all retweeted by Gail Bennington, who's Ron Bennington's daughter, who does the Bennington show with him on Sirius XM oh. weekday afternoons. I mean, we found out on Saturday that, you know, America, look at Pete Davidson's lips. <laughs> He's black. Dude, when he spit the fucking <laughs> fake fangs out of his mouth, from oh, laughing, I almost lost it. I almost peed myself. I swear to God. <laughs> I was dying. There, That goes into like the. Break character Hall of Fame. I we, love when they break character. Exactly. Those are my favorite skits. So we were watching. Um, we actually we finally watched the episode yesterday, and after that episode, we watched. They aired like an election special on Monday, and I thought it was going to be like election skits from throughout the years, but it was all stuff based for 2020. And they aired the one that was like last f- spring, I think, or last fall. I think it was the. the fall of 19 the inside the beltway uh that had keenan thompson at the end that kept saying everything was like ain't nothing gonna happen like they would talk about all this shit it was when trump was being impeached and all the uh ukraine stuff and he'd be like ain't nothing gonna happen and they so they'd like well let's go back to like six months ago or at the beginning of the thing and they they do a they play like the bumper and they, they obviously do a quick set change. So everyone's wearing like different clothes to look like it was, you know, so many months ago. And oh, and the, 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 the same thing, you know, and it's like blah, blah, blah. And he goes, ain't nothing going to happen. And then before they switch to the bumper, 80 Bryant's like wardrobe girl comes out with her jacket back again. And, and she's kind of like, like trying to shoot her away. Face. She's, she's like, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then they finally go to the bumper and they come back and they're all losing their shit on stage. That's awesome. I love it. They have it. to act like it didn't happen. Yeah. And they can't. Yeah. And they just, they finally get through it. Um, the all time the number the all time Hall of Fame one was, it Debbie was the one? Debbie Downer one in Disney, in Disney with uh with the crazy chick with the big tits, Lindsay Lohan. But it had Jimmy Fallon, Horatio oh. Sands. I never it. saw that one. What? Alright. Yeah, dude, I, I hadn't I hadn't watched any SNL for uh, probably a good ten years or more. Now, granted, my horrible marriage had a lot to do Dude, with this that. Dude, this was this was us in college, like man. This was no. college. Oh, well, I, yeah. I, this I was just, Jimmy maybe Fallon, I just don't Horatio Sands. I don't know. I wasn't watching it in college either. The only time I, in my life I watched SNL regularly was when I was in high school, and I taped it <laughs> on the VCR yeah. because I couldn't stay up that yeah. late because I'm a fucking lame ass. Um, I was an old man when I was 16. You know that. Welcome to the Mickey's Breakfast Jamboree. My name is Billiam, and I'll be serving you today. You guys here on a special occasion? <laughs> well, we're here on that new Magical Gatherings family package. Got the whole Matusik clan down from Ohio. Right, guys? Say hi. Hi! Hey, 
Well, great. Let me tell you Mickey's specials today. We've got steak and eggs served with some home fries and Mickey waffles. Woo! I love me some steak and eggs. <laughs> Ever since they found mad cow disease in the U.S., I'm not taking any chances. It can live in your body for years before it ravages your brain. <laughs> Well, we did it, gang! We pulled it off! A family reunion at Disney! I don't know about you guys, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ride that haunted elevator thingy. <laughs> it drops you straight down! Yeah, it does. This is my dream come true. I mean, I'm totally serious. Tigger hugged me at the door and I thought I was gonna cry. What'd you call him? Roy isn't doing as well as they first thought. <laughs> what? Who's Roy? Roy of Siegfried and Roy. He was attacked by his own tiger and suffered devastating injuries. <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy never hey, held it together. Who wants to go no. on Space Mountain with me? me? country in Epcot and greet them in their own native language. Hola, konnichiwa, hi. Did you guys hear about that train explosion in North Korea? <laughs> Media is so sensitive there. So secretive. <laughs> that they may, we may never know how many people perished. <laughs> <laughs> this is like early Keenan too. Who's ready for Mickey oh, Wumbos? <laughs> oh my god. I just made eye contact with Pluto. And he's coming over here. Pluto! Pluto! Pluto. Pluto. Oh my god, oh my god, I'm hugging Pluto. I'm at Disney World and I'm hugging Pluto. Somebody take a picture. Oh. I wanna be in it. I wanna be in it. I don't wanna be in this one. <laughs> Well, you guys, Disney World really is fun. It makes me feel like a kid again. I mean, the time before my two-year stint at Children's. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, Pluto, hi. Boy, it must be fun to work here. Although, the biggest drawback to working in a theme park is that you must live under constant fear of deadly terrorist attacks. <laughs> Pluto, wait, where are you going? With that costume on, he's probably in the early stages of heat stroke. Horatio. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps up, we'll all be living underwater. By <laughs> <laughs> <Out of> the way, 
special. That one is probably the biggest, like, just break on camera. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, I never saw that. <laughs> That's funny, and and I, I always think it's hilarious. Like she's she's so funny. Yeah. Um, I did want to thank you for making dinner tonight. Dinner was fabulous. Oh, you're welcome. It wasn't Mickey waffles, but that's okay. Nope, uh, I made pork chops. Pork chops. Ooh. And uh, pork chops and carrots, and then we warmed up some fries you brought home from work. Yes. What were they called? Devil fries. Devil fries. Ooh, devil uh, fries. Pork chops, though, were pan-fried. Uh, nice uh, seasoning of some adobo. Onion powder. You learned that shit from me. You weren't using adobo before. No, we I wasn't. <laughs> uh, onion powder, pepper... Uh, Moroccan barbecue seasoning. Oh, good for you. Uh, and uh, some paprika. A little nice. olive oil. Get that on there. Let those things sit. Get to room temperature or slightly there. Didn't test it perfectly to find out. Uh, just when I needed to put them on the grill. But I let them out for a little bit. Good. And uh, tsh, a little sizzle. They were cooked perfectly. Yeah. It was probably like the, I said, it's probably some of the best pork we ever got from Weiss. Mm. Or best meat we've ever gotten from Weiss. Mm. Yeah, I'm not real impressed with their selection. No. No. You gotta make this a trip good. to Schiff's, baby. I know. Yeah, even Where when we at. lived... 15 minutes 15 away. 15 minutes from it, we didn't go Never there. went. Yeah, it's <laughs> worth it, though. Yeah. No, it's... Now, now we will. So... But yeah, that was dinner tonight. What was dinner over on your end? Uh, I have not eaten dinner yet. Oh, okay. Wow. So, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Speaking of Saturday Night Live, though, the people that that run that show and work that show are nothing short of amazing. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So if, you know, with the whole timing of how everything fell with this election, with the victory being called to Biden, it was sometime maybe like 11 o'clock, 1130 in the morning on Saturday, mm. uh, they decided they were going to do their acceptance speech at like 8, 830. Uh, eight or eight thirty, whatever it was. Good, good for them for like making the country wait. You know, well, like, yeah, like, and the country partied. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. little concerning 
Uh, however, you know, the common theme was pretty much everyone was wearing a mask, which, you know, unlike the protests on the other side where everyone is maskless. Mm. So, and we'll, we'll see some few videos a little bit later in our smuck files that it's pretty clear to see that divide, but yeah, no, every, it, so they waited. But what I thought, first of all, the first thing that struck me was when we started watching SNL was they had to have had like a whole bunch of different shit written and had to throw these, like that whole opening sketch had to again put in. I mean, I would, assume, I, I would assume they probably did have it written somewhere along the line. But the amazing thing was, if you looked, Maya Rudolph was wearing the exact same outfit mm-hmm. that Kamala Harris was. Yeah, and that's the first thing we all noticed. Like, how did they how did they get that so fast? So yeah. I found uh, I actually found an article the other day. SNL had 85 minutes to recreate Kamala Harris's white pantsuit for Maya Rudolph. And here's how they did it. So, first of all, they had they don't have anybody that like speaks to spoke to the campaign or anything. So they had no advanced advance notice of what she was going to wear so they could go out and try to like buy it at you know one of the you know they're in New York City everything's at their disposal so they uh, so let's see oh my god do you want me to read it no around 8.30 in that moment the SNL crew and cast had just began dress rehearsal for the show which started promptly at 11.30 the mood intense especially for the costume department which includes producer and costume designer Tom Broker and wardrobes, wardrobe super li- <clears throat> wardrobe supervisor Dale Richards. Yes, Jahida, Jahida, please read it. Who was in charge please. of making the outfit actor Maya Rudolph would wear as Harris for the cold opening? I had a member of my team working on each piece: the blouse, the jacket, and the pants. Uh, Rudolph had already perfectly perfectly pulled off Kamala's Converse sneakers on the show. Would she be able to do the uh, Carolina Herrera white victory suit and coordinated silk pussy bow blouse as justice? A freaking course. So my assistant started capturing screen grabs of everything was wearing so we could get all the details right. The shoes, the jewelry, the hair, the makeup, blouse, and the suit. By 9 p.m., we had pulled all the, quote, research photos together and started looking through our stock to see if there was anything that would work. Every store in the city had been closed for hours, so there was no way to shop this look anywhere except in our back rooms. A box of cream charmeuse fabric was... What? Go on. No, what is that word? Uh, you're reading it like you just learned the language. That's all. Th- that is not English. <laughs> that is French of some sorts. Go ahead. Fabric. He was was found to make the blouse, and then a cream double-breasted suit was found that could be completely recut and altered to make the suit. Uh, it would require an incredible amount of work to recut a double-breasted suit into a single-breasted one. I don't really know what that means. I'm not much up on suits. Uh, but I work with the most incredible tailors. They put the jacket on Maya's mannequin form. So like all these people have mannequin forms, which is crazy. Mm. So they could fit them like they can make costumes for them without them being around. Oh, that's a great idea. That'd be like creepy to be able to buy one of those, like oh, buy John Belushi's mannequin form or like Chris Farley's mannequin form. Have that thing sit over in the corner. It'd be huge. Creepy. Mm. Creepy. I was thinking big. more like a hot chick, you know? Yeah, that's... But he wants Belushi and well, so you could get Julia Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus from like the late eighties. Yeah, that was before she really perfected the look with Elaine, though. Yeah, yeah. Who would be your go-to hot chick from SNL then? Oh wow, I don't know. I mean, currently it would be Kate McKinnon. Who's a lesbian? 
Uh, what that. does that have to do with me <laughs> fucking her mo- her mannequin that they used to <laughs> <Whoa>. make? <laughs> That's not what I said to get it for. <laughs> I wonder you looked at me weird when I said Chris Farley and John Belushi. <laughs> you better apologize Ooh. and repent before you go to bed tonight. <laughs> I'm not doing either one of those things. <laughs> Look, I'll fuck a mannequin, but there are some things I will not do, like apologize and repent. <laughs> oh, current cast, I would go Cecily Strong in a I heartbeat. I knew you'd say that, and and she's. I'm actually impressed with your um, selection. Which one is she? I don't remember. Ooh. She, she's the one who always plays Melania. Oh, I don't. Dark I don't hair. Remember. Yeah, she got dark hair. So long, she actually, I read hair. yesterday, she actually got expelled from high school for having pot. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to finish in like a. Uh, well, she ended up finishing at a, an art school. But let me just finish reading this while you look up uh, uh, Cecily Strong. Oh damn! Yeah. So they put the jacket on Maya's mannequin form and went to work, just like in the movie Cinderella. Eighty minutes later. Four Taylor's exhausta. Maya did a fitting and it was perfect and she was ready to hit the stage. As she was leaving the dressing room, she realized she didn't have her flag pin on her lapel. So her uh, dresser went running into the wardrobe room to get it. And uh, so actually speaking of Cecily Strong, um, interestingly enough, they originally purchased the cream suit was from a suit supplier. They purchased a year earlier for Cecily to play Melania in a sketch, but it was never used. Oh, wow. Hmm. But they, they absolutely nailed it. Yeah, they did. And they did it in 80, 80 minutes. Crazy. Nice. Yeah, Chris, I totally agree with your uh, your pick. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? We know, like, this past week, she wasn't on. And Yeah, and I see, I hardly watch it, and that's why I was like, hey, I don't know who that is. Yeah. I mean, and I'm one, you know, when you don't see him at all. Like, cause you know, like Chris Red wasn't in either, which is really strange. Cause if they have a, usually if they have a black host, all the black actors are in almost every skit, but Dave Chappelle actually was only in like two or three skits. That's fine. Which was weird. So, but Chris Red wasn't, so you always, you also wonder like, could they possibly like have COVID and that's why they're not at work? I made the I was joke. I going to say she got the Rona. I was. I made the joke that they need to have some people stay home so they could afford to pay Maya Rudolph and Jim Carrey now almost every week. <laughs> That's probably true. And you know they yeah. have to pay the they have to pay the guests. Right. Of course. No, I mean I'm sorry, not the guests. The audience. The, the audience. The audience gets paid. They yeah. do now because that's the only way they can have an audience because they're not allowed like to a, have like nobody can have crowds inside in New York. So wow. upon leaving, you get a check for like one hundred and thirty five dollars as a guest Damn. as being an audience member now yeah. for this season. Fucking so they're hey. considered. So like I, I wonder if they're on IMDb like <laughs> don't you need to like pay to be on IMDb like like for your they probably have to pay whatever the amount of the check was to be on IMDb. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, my buddy Todd is on IMDb for um, work he did on a movie called Hell's Half Acre, which was a little horror flick shot over uh, in the slate belt. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. Good for him. We can watch. Is it, we can wa- I have it. I think my copy's autographed by just Todd, who I think was the villain in the... It was He wore a mask the whole time. Not like a current mask, but like a... Like a villain mask. Yeah, but like a like a like a hockey mask, like Jason ish, I think. Mm. I, I just I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. For all you hells 
people who want to see hell's half acre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what were we talking about? I, I'm not getting paid. To be oh yeah. So IMDb. Anyway, that yeah. So I, yeah, maybe not. But anyway, that's that's kind of cool. That yeah. You, you know the the audience is much smaller. Um, but yeah, and I think I remember them saying that all the people that look in the front, that front little chunk on the like level was this going to be every week or was it just the first week that they were all like like first responders first responders or or essential workers or people like that yeah Yeah. good for them so you get to go and yeah you get to get to uh so if we go i'm sitting in the front and you're in the nosebleed well i would be your guest so i'd sit in the front too Mm. uh i try i applied for tickets for like would have been last season was that I think it was whatever the season it would have been the two ni- 2019 season because I did the application uh, like before we left Florida and I put in there like, oh, my wife is moving up north. I would love to take her to New York City for the first time and take her to come see an episode. <laughs> and I never got an email with the tickets because they're free, but they're just, you know, impossible to get. Yeah. Unlike the Daily Show. We'll try again in 2025. Yeah. The I did then after we we watched we ended up watching the also the John Mulaney episode yesterday, mm. and that one I did like the skit. I'm not a huge John Mulaney fan. His stand up is like eh. I I like the stuff he writes. I feel he's a much better writer than he is stand up comic. And I like the skit though with all the mascots that sang Broadway tunes, um, but about like New York City and COVID. <laughs> Did I fall asleep? Because I don't remember that. Oh, you must have. Oh, dang it. Yeah, I didn't see it. <sighs> Next. <laughs> I th- you you might enjoy it being a, a former New Yorker. Probably. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was funny. Like it was, uh, they, <laughs> it was a souvenir store in Times Square. And yeah. like these two guys walk in and it's like, how's it going? You know, how's business going? He's like, oh, I own a souvenir store in the middle of Times Square in the middle of a pandemic. How do you think it's going? <laughs> <laughs> And then they wanted to buy this pair of underwear that had like I Heart New York like right over the crotch. It was Pete Davidson and Chris Red actually. Okay. <laughs> it was just funny because we were talking about Chris Red and just the two stoners. And uh, and Pete's like, yeah, I want to show everybody, you know, I love New York over my junk or something or my modestly sized package. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Keenan Thompson is dressed up as a minion. <laughs> and he starts this whole thing like he like John Mulaney as a shop owner throws it over to him with something like he hangs out in the store and then like one by one all these other like uh like there's a tickle me elmo and uh the guy who plays Eric Trump I think I don't know no maybe not the the one guy was another like mascot but he was just sucking on a vape pen the whole time <laughs> they were all like the <laughs> Times Square's people you know that hit you up for money you just and have to watch it because like his Tory storytelling abilities right now but well, I, you you keep telling the story because I got to pee again. What? Are you serious? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm serious, dude. It's time for a catheter. Do we need to have a discussion? I can I can uh, walk dude. you through it. <laughs> the catheter no. cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be catheter cowboy if you be uh, truth sayer <laughs> Topher or whatever I said. <laughs> 
We've got masks, people. Generichmucks.threadless.com. A portion of every mask purchase goes to the human fund. <laughs> Money, <laughs> Money for, for people. people. A portion of the proceeds is being donated to MedShare. Get yourselves a Dinner with Schmucks mask. Don't be a schmuck. Yes, help stop the spread of the Rona. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. Premium and regular masks also available in two children's sizes. Put on your damn mask. Hi, City Creative is a fantastic graphic design company by Chris Babcock, and he actually did the uh, album artwork for the Victory Drive records in like 24 hours, um, which is always appreciated. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, that is High Seek Creative. Excellent, excellent work. Have a question or just want to speak your mind? Call and leave us a message at 863-576-4902, and we'll play your call back on the next episode. I think we're going to jump over to the Schmuck Files. It's time for the Schmuck Files. Schmuck Files. What am I, a schmuck on wheel? So you can look at all the stable geniuses that grace this planet. We call her. Huh? They're calling her a serial pooper. Oh, the grown man that just went to the bathroom behind the bleachers. <laughs> a woman accused of DUI on a horse is speaking out. Get the cold coffee. Go there. I meet with my attorneys there. Defecating on the school's track every day. Right here. Dinner with Schmucks podcast. Better to be king for a night than schmuck for a lifetime. All right, we are starting our Schmuck Files in Bakersfield, California. The center of a scuffle last month between rival supporters of the two major candidates has been charged. A district attorney's office spokesman tells 17 News. Nicholas Fry of Bakersfield was charged today with misdemeanor battery following an October incident on Rosedale Highway. Supporters of President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden had been staking out positions at the corner of Rosedale Highway and Coffee Road for three weeks when a fistfight broke out. The scuffle started when a female Trump supporter, accompanied by what appeared to be a service dog, danced in front of a Biden-Harris banner on the Biden side of the sidewalk. A Biden supporter pushed the dog out of the way of the banner. That apparently enraged this man, later identified as Nick Fry, who charged into a cluster of Biden supporters, swatting away placards, upending a table, and swinging at the man who would apparently touch the dog. No court date has been set for Fry, who was also gone by the last name Rainwater. Fry has previous convictions for obtaining aid by fraud, reckless driving, pled down from alleged DUI, and gun charges. Goodness. So something new I added with the Schmuck Files this, this week. I actually found my favorite YouTube comment and quoted it on each one. So it was whatever. Oh, so the uh, so the quote reads, well, another charge in his record isn't really something that's going to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> This good idea. Hashtag like that facts. This next one. So we'll, we'll read the we'll we'll read the favorite quote before we play the video. Okay. Alrighty. So uh, our next schmuck comes to you from Brooklyn, New York. Oh. Uh, and the quote is: "America is offering free entertainment to the rest of the world." LOL. By Buttercup Gnocchi. <laughs> I think that's how I said. Headline, uh, Trump supporter tells Biden voter, quote, he'll put him in the hospital. Crooklyn. I'll put you in the hospital. A man who appears to be a Trump supporter allegedly threatened physical violence outside of a polling site on Election Day. 
cops just standing there doing nothing. As an election observer in New York City, posted the incident on Twitter, saying the man was there for about 50 minutes. Did you hear that? He's threatening physical violence. Is this okay? The man who says he was there to vote appeared to have stopped his car decorated with large Trump 2020 flags on the opposite side of the street from the polling site. He had gotten out of his car and walked partway across the street. Trump supporter told the New York Post he and his son had just been driving by the polling site when voters had been cursing at them and giving them the middle finger. The NYPD later said in a statement, upon investigation, the vehicle was an appropriate distance away. There was no interference with voting. They added that the car was at least 100 feet away and the Trump supporter and other man were harassing each other. No arrests were made. This is Inside Edition Digital. Yeah, I mean, how is that not interfering with voting if you're threatening physical violence against someone voting for the other guy? And he came like across the street. It started. He was in the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was the appropriate distance from the entrance of the polling station. But he was pretty close to those people when he was yelling, I'll put you in the hospital. Yeah. I wish a motherfucker would. And that's your response to somebody giving you the middle finger. Right. Because you're driving a truck covered in your cult markings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you do that because you're asking like you're looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. That was well, like, it's, the, it's it's the same thing. Like if you it, if somebody's Trump sign got stolen, they're calling the cops saying that's that's, that's trespassing because it's my yeah. private property. And those same motherfuckers are out there stealing like a Biden sign. Couldn't they're mowing them down? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking five minutes. Somebody's taking them down. So um, fucking it, hypocritic. It was, was kind of like last week. The one we covered where the uh, dude pulled a gun on a census worker. Oh yeah, and but he went into the house to get the gun to get the gun, so he didn't have it on him. So the census loaded worker just the gun. Stood there, loaded the gun, and they came out. And then when his excuse for why he fired a fired around into the air is that he doesn't like to keep a loaded gun in the house. Well, then why did you load it if you didn't <laughs> intend to use it? That was the only way he could unload it. He didn't know how to clear the chamber. Like otherwise, well, but you're gonna load it because he intended to shoot the dude, and apparently right. he like forced him out of the, the driveway and then you know the guy the cops are like well he's allowed to be there because you know as a government worker for the census he's allowed to go everywhere a postal worker could go so he can go up to your front door and the guy was sitting out on his porch too yeah, it's so not like he didn't he, want him there he could have just said leave and yeah the guy, and i bet you the worker would have been like okay and then like mm-hmm. what did he tell the worker to stay we really should have follow up on this what did he tell the worker to do to stay when he went in to get the gun like he must have said yeah. something or the work would have been just like uh, whatever and just walked away. He would have been like, wait here. Yeah. And then come at it. But, and it was like an AK-47 or AR-15. Jesus is, you know. Christ. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving Where on. are we heading to now? Now we're heading to LA. <laughs> Trump supporters still believe he will win. And uh, our winning comment is uh, they don't believe in calories either. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So. so it's like a game now. You think, where can that work? Mm-hmm. And then you see the video. This Friday night with Kate Kline's Nicole Comstock, she spent the evening with people who are supporting the president and are now Jackie. holding on to hope against the odds. Nicole? Well, Jeff, a lot of people who voted for Donald Trump still think he has an honest shot at winning this. They think it's the election process itself I think this was from that's like dishonest. Thursday or Friday. 
do you think Trump still has a shot? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he's Don't got tell it. me the odds. Confidence is still <laughs> soaring among some people who voted for Donald Trump. But others think at this point in the ballot counting process, he can only win re-election if... They'll look deeper into what happened. I have hope. I have so much hope. Most everyone we spoke with tonight said they believe that fraudulent votes will likely force Donald Trump out of office, which may come as no surprise when the president continues to address Americans like this. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If I had assurance in I think the he was drunk ballots, that night, then by I'd the be fine. I'd be like, hey, Biden won. Hey, great. He drank, but, but he Jared Slack is not confident mm. in mail-in ballots because of everything the president has claimed about them without providing evidence to back up his claims. When you're hearing all these inconsistencies, it's like, you know, this is our country on the line. I really don't have a problem with how he speaks. I'd rather have somebody that's going to be a straight shooter and tell you how it is versus somebody who's going to hide behind a political mask. The numbers don't add up, so something's wrong. Savannah Rader says as she watches the predominantly Democratic votes trickle into the key states the that Trump now, needs though, in order way. to take yeah. the lead back from Biden. <laughs> yeah. She thinks it has less to do with the legal processing of mail-in ballots, which President Trump discouraged Republicans from using, and more to do with the Democratic effort to silence the Republican voice. I feel like I want my voice heard. I feel like the person next to me needs to have their voice heard. My neighbors around then me. Then go move to Iowa, where a Republican voice fair. matters. And it Not needs to LA. be, you know, <laughs> done properly. Your dog's getting in the front seat, lady. And adding to the confusion, today President Trump said that Joe Biden should not claim victory, that he could easily do the same thing. Reporting live in East Vale. When he said that, stock, Trump had already claimed news. victory, by the way. It's just, uh, like, I don't even know what to say about the, the people like that, because they're, uh, we, they don't live in the same reality as we do. That's no, for damn sure. They don't, and like they they have no no brain cells functioning. Who was was I, was I talking? Were we talking about this on the podcast about, um, like the whole brainwashing thing? Yeah. yeah. Like I I can't. Sean agreed with my stance too that that what I said to Dieter and what I brought up earlier with you and Lisa that night was anyone can be brainwashed if you tell them what they want to hear, and that's how he's doing it. And it's it's been and, done and in you know sound what? bites. And and if it was if it was nineteen eighty four, I could I could a hundred percent be on, on board with that. Because like even like when you boil it down to like relationships, families, you know, whatever, the people that you spend the most time with, your coworkers, whatever. You accept a job because the person tells you what you want to hear. You get into situations with other people because that person told you what you wanted to hear. And I'm not saying that's necessarily you're not necessarily being manipulated or brainwashed, but that's just kind of you inherently trust the other person. You're like, well, they and conversely, every job I've ever gotten is because I told the person interviewing me what what, they wanted to hear. Exactly. (laughs) That that's my my point is that whatever somebody says to the other person, you just inherently trust that that's that that they wouldn't mislead you, that they're not. uh, there's not an ulterior motive that they're being honest, blah blah blah. But we have the fucking internet. We have mm-hmm. factual information at our disposal. Yeah, but they don't. We believe have multiple. But then, that's then you're just being ignorant. Then you're just being willfully stupid. 
because yes. everybody has access to it. Like, don't tell me that. And you spend all your time playing Candy Crush because you don't want to look at what the Washington Post says or the Associated Press says or Al Jazeera says or NPR. These are not partisan news sources and everybody can get the exact same information. It's not slanted. But you're lazy and you listen to what this guy says and you still believe him, even though everything he says he still hasn't done. Even the things he said he was going to do, he hasn't done. So how much longer and, are you going to believe a liar? And when he's Th- done then it's them, on you. And when he's done them, it's been nothing but something on paper that has actually never had any action behind it. Yeah, so, but see, though, those people also say, oh, well, he couldn't do anything because the Democrats wouldn't let him that, no. when the Senate is well, controlled the, by the GOP runs every and he, runs and he had yeah. he had the first two years completely to himself. Yeah. He had control of everything. Yep. So don't, don't feed me that. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't get down with that. I can't co-sign on that. That no. people are like, if you're be, if you are sincerely brainwashed by what this man has said, then I put it on you. I can't even feel sorry well, for you. It's brainwashed, and it's 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 not even. I guess not even much brainwashing anymore. It's it's the modern day version of brainwashing, which is gaslighting, which is just repeat the same thing over and over and over and over and over True. again, and people just like. Well, I keep hearing it, so it must be true. Yeah. And then my I favorite, mean, my favorite thing today, um, I think I shared this. I think I shared it on the the toys page. There was a GOP, uh, like a Republican from internal, like one of our representatives here in Pennsylvania, um, apparently forgot to log out of one Twitter account and into another before he tweeted. Mind you, this is like a white guy in his fifties. I'm a black gay guy and I can personally say Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit and it was for the worst. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected, which I never do when the Democrats are involved. Here it is next to Representative blah, blah, blah with the check mark <laughs> and his white oh ass face. God. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, like a lot of these people. And that's what you, you mean. Know. You keep hearing the same thing over and over again. And. You say, well, this guy is saying this and, and this and it's it's just a farm. It's nothing but a farm that's spreading this stuff out. Trolls are real. Those farms are real. And we have representatives in our local government doing it from their own fucking phones. Yeah. I mean, George Bush himself, the second Bush said at some point during all of that nonsense, like he literally said on camera, if you say something enough, people will believe it. Yeah. Which is an old trick that it's, ga- it's that gaslighting used forever. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's the mod. It's definitely the modern day version of brainwashing because social media makes it so easy to spread the same. Yeah, if if you get all your news from social media, mm-hmm. then how do you expect a, a separate result? My point is, is that that is not the only thing we have access I, I to. Like. But yeah, of course the people are ignorant. They're, I'm not arguing willfully. that they're not. Willfully. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that was also a podcast episode title. It's done yeah. quite well. Be- but it, because it's easier too. Like you said, they're exactly. lazy. It's easier. Just tell me what to think. Tell me what to do. And I'll do it. And and they love Trump because. And they call everyone te- else sheep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They they love what Trump tells them to, to do and think because it lines up with their own hate. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, moving on. 
so, but, so, so what? I was going to say, to be fair, this is slightly on the other side. This one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, you're fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's- uh, so we're taking it to Fort Lauderdale, hashtag Florida. Two Trump supporters injured by BB gun. Biden bringing on the French Revolution all over again. There's a new video tonight of a woman left bloodied by a BB pellet during a roadside rally. She is one of two supporters of the president injured in a drive-by attack. And the night team's Nicole Insalata is in Fort Lauderdale with a story reported first on 7. Nicole? Well, Craig, her name is Evelyn Alvarez, and she said she and her husband and some friends came out here. They just wanted to make their political no, no, Dieter, views you swipe right on her. here on Oakland Park Boulevard <laughs> and Federal uh, Highway no. uh, a little bit after 6 o'clock. But she never expected it to end the way it did. She gets you the coke, though. I didn't come out here looking for trouble. I came out here with a flag to support my president. But Evelyn Alvarez ended up with a wound to her head. About 100 or so Trump supporters are having a little rally. We're at the intersection of Oakland Park Boulevard here and US 1. We are having a peaceful rally to show support for our president, just out here flag waving and and, um, with our signs. When she says a dark colored Porsche drove by, the people inside yelling obscenities. Said a boom, boom, boom with a baby gun. And I felt like I had been hit in the head with a rock. And when I touched my forehead, it was just gushing. And they sh- uh, shot one of the other ladies in the shoulder and they just kept going. Both women were treated on the scene. The rally goers, though, dismayed that it has come to this. I mean, I'm never expecting to see America the way it is for now. The country is completely divided, you know what I mean? And that I can't even stand on a street corner with my husband and with like-minded friends without being shot at? This is unacceptable, unacceptable. Now, fortunately, neither she nor the other woman had to be hospitalized. They were able to be treated here on the scene. They're expected to be okay. And police are still trying to figure out who was behind the wheel of that Porsche SUV. If you have any information, make sure you give a call to the Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, but there were good people on both sides, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, mean, a a, a part of me can't even feel sorry for her and her husband. And he sounds Cuban. So I'm going to make an assumption that he's Cuban because he has fallen for. He's been gaslit. Yeah, he has fallen for the lie that Biden wants to make this a socialist country when he probably came over here either on a lottery ticket or some flotation device escaping socialism. and, And by the way, the socialism he escaped if he came here and Bernie Sanders was president he wouldn't recognize it as socialism. Because <laughs> it's... it's <clears throat> <clears throat> that's, that's the other thing. Anytime a Republican uses the word socialism, they have no any fucking ism, idea. Any ism right. except for capitalism. And even then, right. they don't really quite understand that. No. I, the reason I actually wanted to put that at the very top of the list, mm-hmm. I meant to put that there. So you got that first. So it's like, well, why? What, you know, what do we do wrong? You know, why do we get blamed for stuff? Because everything else was, you know, the guy fucking just swinging, throwing tables. Yeah. Well, I am not down with uh, motherfuckers shooting people in the street with BB guns. No, like, that's not no. cool. Exactly. That so not cool. no, I I agree. But like I, I, I would love to know what that woman's take was um, when that guy drove a car through protesters and killed that that girl mm. when Trump said there were good people on both sides. I'd love yeah. to know what her take was on that. Yeah, because if you can't handle somebody shooting at you with a BB gun, then how can you support the president that's basically says there's good people on both sides well, when one of them drove a car through a crowd. And Mr. Latino for Trump, oh, everything's so divided. 
yeah, that's by design yeah. from mm-hmm. from your guy. I mean, yeah, there's a reason we're so divided. That's his. Yep. And by the way, once you know, I don't know when he's going to start doing this, uh, but he's supposed to be going. You know, what was what was going to be a, a planned victory tour route? You know, victory tour. You know, super spreader thing. COVID super spreader. Yeah. Now he's going to do one. Now he's going to ra- start rallying again. Probably as early yeah. as as this week next week to continue to do that like and how i don't he's gonna obviously only go to very deep red areas because i don't think any other place will at this point will allow him hey he's not gonna pay his bills he's gonna spike covid in your area yeah. <laughs> it's it's a known fact and it's gonna just it's gonna be a shit show wherever this these rallies go so let them run through the deep south where they'll have plenty of support and we don't need to hear about it. That's crazy. So, all right, we got one more here in the schmuck files and we're taking this one a little local. Yeah. Uh, so when Trump became president, all those ugly frogs came out from under their dirty rocks. So taking it to Harrisburg, PA, Hag uses wrong racial slur against the wife of Lieutenant Governor. Well, hell. And... If she, like, saw the lieutenant governor, dude, that dude looked... The wife of Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor says a woman confronted her and used a racial slur against her, calling her the N-word. Giselle Fetterman says it happened while she was at a grocery store yesterday afternoon. The state's second lady left the store, but the woman actually followed her, and that's when Fetterman, who recorded the woman on her cell phone, was born in Brazil. She identifies, in fact, as Latina. Uh, No word on if the incident will be investigated. That's why I put wrong racial slur. Well then, you 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 you've seen the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. You you don't fuck with him. No, <laughs> that dude that dude wouldn't fit in this studio. He's like no. Andre the fucking giant. Yeah, and and I hope he runs for governor next year because I'm gonna fucking vote for him. Well, okay, I, I would too, but I think this state has too many anti-pot people. No, well, I, I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, all this little horseshit that this assembly's playing right now puts them in hot water in two years. Because you get that out. Right. Or if Biden and Harris actually successfully, they'll change their tune as soon as it's federally legal because then they'll still be able to, they're, they're only rejecting it because they're having their pockets lined mm-hmm. to be anti-pot. Yeah. Once it's made federally legal, then because the government's going to turn over exclusive contracts, essentially, it's going to be only, you're only going to be able to buy it commercially and it's going to be still grown by the same people selling you fucking pills. Right. Exactly. And then their pockets will be lined once again. Mm -hmm. So, but if this horse shit at least fires up enough people to do the right thing and I mean vote the right it's it's tough because of the way the state is gerrymandered it's really bad gerrymandered jerry gerryman gerrymandered yeah yeah uh it's it's really bad and that's how they hold on to that and yet we can still vote blue for a president elect a democratic governor two terms in a row and can't do anything at the local level yeah because of the way it's fucking laid out so that makes it tough but if this horseshit maybe changes some minds 
or if stuff gets changed at the federal level that trickles down over the next couple of years that could help that you know that situation yeah. so but you're right it's you know it's just somebody posted say like well show me the numbers you know what if somebody shows them the numbers i'm like the numbers are out there and every yeah. two years there are more to look at because a bunch of more states come on board and especially mm-hmm. on big years like presidential elections like that's how it missed out in florida well the re- the medical the first time because they ran it in like a midterm and it, it well it got over 50 percent, but it didn't hit the right threshold and then it blew past it when they finally did it on a presidential one because they had a lot bigger turnout yeah and that just goes to shake one vote in your vote in your midterm elections especially in this state it's hugely important because pretty much all the major everything is up for yeah yeah. everything is up for it's off schedule with the presidential one which is Mm kind of nice so we'll see if if we had a normal state and could actually vote on it like every other state yeah but congratulations new jersey oregon like do they legalize cocaine is that what i saw everything legal let's go (laughs) I saw a meme today like somebody it's like sitting in a diner it's like hi can i get a pepsi like we have coke okay i'll take a gram of that with my pepsi yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep ouch oh uh, yeah that's it's good, wild good times yeah. so other than that I, you know we'll continue to watch this play out i guess yeah i mean the drama is not gonna even though the election is over no matter what yeah all these retards say but the drama's not ending anytime soon that's for sure no and it's it's gonna get he needs to go quietly in the night he just yeah but i'm 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 100 percent like mark my words that man and if he's not successful let it be known that i think he will attempt to kill himself in the white house like he will not leave because he knows he's leaving the white house and he's going straight into the clink Mm -hmm. like he won't do it he will not do it yeah yeah he's he's so they're gonna have to have a lot of sage and a lot of bleach because he <laughs> got the rona and all his top people catching rona and it's not safe for biden to be anywhere near that white house till it is cleansed both spiritually and hygienically D- did i see a picture mm-hmm. they tore up the lawn like today at the white house or yesterday i don't know really yeah Ugh. you just want to look up that quick i don't know if that was I didn't look into it. I just, it was on Twitter. I was like, hmm. And then I just kept scrolling. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mystery as White House lawn dug up less than a week after election. The next, the next caption on the next video was like, no, Trump is not trying to steal the White House lawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says mystery surrounds the reason why the North lawn at the White House has been dug up less than a week after the election, a digger was seen at the world famous address. What'd you call him? <laughs> a digger, a digger was seen at the world famous address after a large portion of grass was removed from the garden on Monday. Newsweek has contacted the White House for a comment about the North Lawn. The North Lawn, which is also known as the Front Lawn because of its location on Pennsylvania Avenue, is often seen on television when dignitaries arrive to meet the president. CNN reporter Betsy Klein shared a picture of the site on Twitter okay, and wrote, the one I saw. quote, sometime between 5.30 a.m. and now, the White House North Lawn was dug up. Good gracious. Her tweet sparked a flurry of lighthearted theories as to why the lawn had disappeared, especially so close to the hotly contested election between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. 
Scott Adams, the creator of the Dilbert comic strip, suggested mines were being laid. A user with the handle at Unstorma asked, quote, are they burying bodies, secrets, treasure, documents? What are they burying? Trump probably got all fucked up on pills and stole the beast and like did donuts in the lawn. Meanwhile, the writer uh, at, is it Michelle or Michael, D. Kerrigan claimed there was a political motive for the work saying, quote, they must be digging up the White House lawn in search of Hillary emails. <laughs> the user at M. Maddie, the only added, quote, I think it's I think that is for the alligator moat. That's what I said when they put up that. That fence. that fence the moat I was, I was like wake me when they add the moat others suggested mm. the lawn was being sold to raise money tweeting <laughs> quote selling it off like the Yankees did when they built the new Yankee Stadium uh, it makes everything wait a second everything makes sense now okay Four Seasons Landscaping they're selling the lawn there so Ooh. they can buy some and then they're seasons. selling it there to raise so they are you selling it to raise money but they're selling it through four seasons landscaping that's probably why they did it by the way four seasons landscaping is now selling t-shirts and bumper stickers that say make america rake again and uh oh shit what was the other one i wrote them down on oh, that lawn, lawn in order yeah lawn in order <laughs> oh that's great my my theory is that uh they can't get any more they can't get any good uh landscape workers because they're all locked up in cages or already deported. Nah. Huh? Uh, what do you is that think? Racist? The, I don't, I don't think that's racist. A little bit. A little uh, bit. Okay. Arigato, racist. Now it's official. Uh, w- quickly, official. what is your theory as to why that press conference was held where that was? Because they couldn't some, afford anything else. I think some douchebag fucked up. And Rudy? thought he was booking the Four Seasons Hotel because yeah, Trump did initially tweet that. But like, yes, okay, but he says Four Seasons Philadelphia. So let's say that he did, he's like, oh, you know, I'm an idiot on my phone. I'm going to look up Four Seasons and call the first you know hit on my Google search and book the stuff. Who answered the phone just and said, was like, well, yeah, just dude, say Four Seasons. I mean, come on down. <laughs> And then don't like secret service people come before like logistics, like don't those people show up yeah, before? Yeah, because that stuff was set up early because you were seeing the pictures coming out in tweets like of the blank stage. And I'm but like, like us schmucks did like a run through before we did the thing at the steam town. Like you don't just like show up to a place and not do some kind of recon recon. <clears throat> Uh, and yeah. so not not one person but the, I think, in this team of people was like, yo, this is like a landscaping but place. But I think the problem was the Four Seasons didn't want them anyway. Well, I'm sure they don't. So, but they'd already said Four Seasons and then lo- they booked this other place and the Four Seasons, they even tweeted like, there is nothing to do with that here. They're, you know, and everybody start joking like he, you know, Rudy yeah, maybe for towels or, or no, somebody. Maybe that. Maybe they started saying Four Seasons before it was actually booked, and then the hotel was like, uh, get nope. the fuck out of here. Yeah. And they were like, well, we got to find another place called Four Seasons. And that's all they could find. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The, the Like, starting the, the tweets, the uh, Patton Oswalt sent one out that said, like, I am so doing my next Netflix special from there. <laughs> 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 and if you follow Patton Oswalt, you got to follow his brother, Matt Oswalt, on Twitter. He is hilarious. He's funnier than Patton on Twitter. 
Nice. I don't think he does anything. He's he's called into Opie's show before. I've heard him on the radio with him. Um, he's a, he's great on Twitter. I don't think he actually does anything. He's just really funny. I think he writes for people now because he's so funny. So mm. yeah, I'm not sure why they. I, I my guess they they had to have fucked up. There's people will claim like oh there's a reason they went there, but nobody has actually even heard the real explanation. So I think this theory of the White House lawn being sold via them I think is as good as anything maybe and I think that's how we can leave it yeah you heard it here first breaking news exactly (laughs) there it is dinnerwithschmucks.com yeah wrap it up episode 134 this was 134 the election the victory this is part two part two and uh, yeah uh, dinnerwithschmucks.com dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com get your uh, swag there's some holiday stuff up there now yeah gonna wanna check that out gonna wanna check out the holiday collection at five swelled out the word swelled spelled I can figure out a better way to say this plug cause it's a little confusing eh Mm. you came up with the the handle so maybe you should think of the oh just say it's 570 designs yeah spell out the seven I would say the number five, five seven, the word zero. seven, and the number zero. Yeah. Designs.threadless.com. Holiday collection is now live there as I well. I do like the holiday stuff there. I'm, I'm impressed with it. The uh, green Christmas t-shirt is a nice one. The angry elf. Mm. I don't know if you got to see those yet. I haven't It's just an elf. I've been so busy. Two middle fingers sticking out, man. Just says I'm an angry elf. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I think that one's for you. <laughs> I, I Yeah, probably. Uh <laughs> And on both the uh, Dinner with Schmucks Threadless shop and the 570, uh, through the month of November, especially around Black Friday, there's going to be some really nice sales. So stock up on all of your uh, swag. Get, get your Christmas shopping done. Exactly. Get your Christmas shopping done. Lots of masks across the both. Yeah. Be prepared for this both. third wave. Yeah. Madness. Uh, you know, and uh, it's probably going to force us to continue to do these like this for a while again. Hashtag Dieter in a box. Yeah, it's we're sucks, all in a box. But, um, I would like yeah. to maybe once your Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever day we do this kind of regains a little bit of normalcy. Start doing some video episodes again through Zoom here because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like it. It's nice having that element. Uh, we'll figure out the video situation with it to make it real easy. Meh. And uh, dot com. I guess <laughs> you feel should like have it. just done the meh like she was doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's I haven't put anything new. No, up I know, there but that's what she says. Like meh, like yeah. that's what you did. So all right, yeah. DieterWinterly.com. Meh. Yeah, or one of you, you can do it. <laughs> I, I was waiting for her to make it anyway. Oh, sorry. Um, we just gotta get some stuff up there for you. I don't know what we'll put up there. You just love a bunch of dinner with schmuck shit up there. I, don't know. I think you should just like uh, dress in costume and run out in the woods and and do sax solos. Somebody already does that. The sax yeah, but dude, don't do that. the sax squatch, yeah, man. Do, do like the sax sailor. Like wear a sailor outfit. Yeah. <laughs> wear your goose outfit. Yeah, it's Maverick. God damn it, <laughs> Maverick. God sax. damn it, Maverick. Maverick sax. Maverick. Yeah, sax. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look up maverickSax.com to find all of Dieter's dates in the woods. Mm-hmm. Socially distanced, of course. Always. Only the, only the rabbits. I hear all those minks over in some other country were like had Got this the like Rona? yeah they had yeah. to like kill, like kill them all off. Yeah, that's what it was. They were the ones yeah. like spreading it. It jumped back to an animal. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I hope they get it under control. 
vaccine maybe we'll talk about that next week and uh i guess that's it that is it so thank you guys for listening if you haven't already joined our facebook group get the dinner with schmucks fans uh, it's you gotta look up for the yeah the the pod fans podcast group uh, is that is it. was that one of the things one of the don'ts in that that thing you watched about doing a podcast of like you know what your own stuff is called yeah i probably should i should probably write, i should probably yeah. write this shit down yeah it's the yeah i don't even remember the name of it either it's like the po- I, I don't podcast either fan no. group yeah. But you can yeah. find the link is on our uh, on our if you go to uh, Dinner with Schmucks on Facebook. Let's be friends. Yeah, Dinner with Schmucks on Facebook. There's a link there to get to our uh, our group. We uh, we share memes. You know, it's a good way to communicate with us. If you have some ideas for the show, if you have like stories or something, you think something's schmucky, mm-hmm. that's like the place to share it with us. Yeah. yeah, and that's the best way to send me nudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can get inside into Dieter's He's DM that way. He's got a couple of nudes waiting for you. All right. The ones of you? What? <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> oh, the ones of Daisy. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's like interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't say which Daisy. Oh, my God. All right. Well, All right. I told Until you I'm next pushing time. three years, you know. Jeez. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Good night, Schmuckaroos. Right. Later. Mama, stay, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash Dinner with Schmucks. We are Dinner with Schmucks on Instagram and at DWS Podcast on Twitter. If you want to connect with us old school, you can send us an email, dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. We may even give you our mailing address. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review on iTunes. Oh, and make sure you tell a friend. Until next time. Hey, we want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast. New sponsor? Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> Benny Bands Headbands. So Benny Band Headbands, they are designed in the USA, and they are the best headbands for working out, hanging out, playing hard, and looking good. They're great for kids, and they're great for men and women. Yeah, now if you want to check them out, you can go to bannybands.com. That's B-A-N-I-B-A-N-D-S dot com. Bannybands.com. <laughs> it's Banny Bands. They're good. They're sweaty. They're good. Oh, wait, no. What? What are you doing buying your stuff from the guy selling in the parking lot? Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swags. T-shirts, hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. Blah, 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 blah.